We love spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to take your listening experience to the next level, did you know there's a way to do that, Jabo? I do. Yep. You know how you do it. You go to the tjshow.com, you sign up for the TJ Show newsletter, and you get cool things dropped right into your inbox like the TJ Show's 10 shares. We pick 10 different things, everyone on the team does it, that we think you're going to love. It's not just about our show. This no. is about like stuff, music we're listening to, whatever it may be. And life stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole lot more in there. Sign up at the tjshow.com. This is the TJ Show, and look, it's Thursday, December 7th. I woke up earlier today, and I go into my living room, and I see an elf sitting on a mirror. And I go, oh, look, that's where he wound up today. The elf on the shelf, huh? Well, I don't really know how he gets around, but uh, I have a feeling that he coordinates with someone I know. But I can't say that for sure. It's all a mystery, mm, Jabo. Tag team, I understand. Now, I know you're not... I think the rule is you're not supposed to touch him, right? I don't know. I've never played with Elf on the Shelf. Kenny, do you know? No, I didn't have that growing up. Yeah, well, neither did I. That's why I'm saying it's all new to me. I'm learning. Well, that's what I've heard, but I tried it. I t- yes, uh, camera guy Josh seems to be an expert. If you're an adult, you can touch him. If you're a kid, you're not allowed to touch him. Okay, good. Right, and if a kid accidentally touches him, then you have to put, like, cinnamon or something on him. Ooh. On the yeah. kid or on the elf? <laughs> on, well, on the elf. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so I, I just decided to move him and put him in a different spot. He was creeping you out? Yeah, he just was looking at me. I was like, I don't want to look at it. So I, I put him on my bookshelf. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I hear, like, I think bad things happen when you move him to... I don't know. I, he might move back to the original spot. I don't really know how it works. Well, but yeah, he can operate on his own accord. I was just... I thought maybe you guys would know what to do. So that's not offensive to the elf community, camera guy, Josh? Uh, no, because you're an adult. Right. Right. Okay, good. Yeah. No, so everything's good. You're good, TJ. <laughs> everything's good. Now, for some reason, it seems like all these elves are a little bit different because my friend Mike, who's the same age as me, he's got a bunch of kids... His elf, I think, is dating Barbie. Oh, scandalous. Well, I don't really know what's happening, but it seems like they're very intense in a relationship. Yeah, the is toy that, box scandal right there. Well, is that happening? Did you read that in some of the stories? I know, Kenny, you report on the news every day. Jabo, you're maybe, up on the latest Maybe in People. I don't know. Was you know? it reported in People? Uh, maybe in the elf world? <laughs> so I have an exclusive photo. And, you know, the photo, I think, is offensive, actually, what Ooh, I'm let seeing. Me see. Yeah, I, did, I wouldn't expect this from the elf. But well, I'll show you later. Let me know if what? I should sell it to TMZ. Because <laughs> I think this could blow up. I mean, they would probably love that. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't want to mess up Christmas over this. But I think in today's world, what's happening is inappropriate in this photo. A couple hundred from TMZ? Why not? If you work in the retail industry and you're dealing with people day in and day out, I know you've seen some stuff. Mm. I've worked in a grocery store a lot of years ago and you go, really? People act that way? There's a story that caught my attention because of the sentence this woman got. The Washington Post is reporting on this story. There's a woman who hurled a burrito bowl at a Chipotle employee. I guess the order was getting complicated. She wanted to like... Do something with the the order. Like, I always feel when you go to these types of places, just order the bowls that they've curated for you. Sometimes people want extra protein. They want guac. They want this. They want that. You know. Not that I'm some fantastic human being, but there's a bowl place, not Chipotle, near where I live. And they've got this one where it's like, I don't really like the cilantro, but I'm not going to bother. 
the, the person and say, take it off. Like, I'll just suffer. It's fine. Oh, TJ, you're paying for it. You can say you don't want that. I'm, I'm just going to okay. I'm just going to eat what your people make. Whatever you whatever the chef says, you've obviously tested this. You're proud of it. Just give me what you make. That's it. But other people, they're not like that. Yeah. Who's better? I don't know. Neither one of us. We're all dealing with our individual issues. Right. I don't know what eventually started this altercation, but uh, it's gone viral now like everything else. There's a video of it. The woman throws the burrito bowl right in the employee's face. And she was charged for assault. And there's screaming involved. And this woman has gone to court now and the judge has sentenced her. And listen to this. This is an interesting sentence. So originally, she got six months in jail for this. This is serious. That's light. Light? Yeah, you assaulted somebody. No, Because you're entitled. Nobody should be treated like that. Right. How much jail time? I don't know. The original sentence now could get suspended by 90 days if she behaves, which I guess means... She gets to just live life for 90 days, and if she's on good behavior, then they cut that out of the sentence. And then she also is getting another 60 days knocked off if she agrees to work 20 hours a week in a fast food job for two months. And she said (laughs) yes to this. And I thought this was such a brilliant sentence, because how many of life's issues would be solved if we could just walk in someone else's shoes and know what it feels like to be in that position? If you've always been served in customer service situations, Mm -hmm. actually knowing what it's like to be on the other side of that counter, like so many things on this planet, it'll change our lives. It'll change our perspective. And so I'm glad that she's accepting that. I'm glad that the judge got creative, because sometimes just going to jail doesn't do anything. Um, the Chipotle employee turned victim of this crime says it's the first time that uh, something that is violent has happened, but not the first time someone has thrown food at her. So she's had food thrown at her multiple times. Same. You know, when you go to grocery stores and you like take something off the shelf and you no longer want it anymore and you're in a different part of the store and you just put it on the shelf. Oh. You don't think twice. You don't, you don't take it back to where you got it. You just put it back where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to do that. And then when I worked retail, I would have to do go backs. Oh, boy. So when people do that, you have to take those items. They're all in the cart. You have to walk around the store and put things back where they go. I no longer do that. Like when I go somewhere, if I take something off the shelf, I no longer want it. I will walk back to the spot I got it from and put it back because I walked them all in that person's shoes. I'm right there with you most of the time because I worked <laughs> in a grocery store too, Jabo. She received a lot of support from around the world. Someone even started a GoFundMe campaign for the woman who was assaulted. $2,000. She says she plans to pay bills with it, seek therapy. She's pleased with the judge's sentence saying, now she has to walk in my shoes. Jaybo, if you got guacamole and a whole bowl thrown at your face, would you lick the guacamole off your cheek? I would look for the chips. I would yeah, just start to yeah, scrape it off with a chip. Scrape it off with a chip and eat it. I think I would eat it too. Yeah. I'm in the mood for guacamole right now. <laughs> Same. I love our producer, Kenny. I really do. Jabo, you know that. I know you do. He's a friend, and I'm just looking out for the guy. He's in a relationship. And this is a rare thing, like in a re- relationship that's actually working. Mm-hmm. They've you've, been together for a minute. You've had some clunkers, right, over the years? Yeah, I have. I haven't had many long-term relationships. They all ended badly. And this one, so far, is going wonderfully. And so I overhear Kenny, oh, yeah, I'm shopping. I'm going to buy my girlfriend a ring. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's awesome. You're going to do like a Christmas Eve proposal? And he goes, oh, no, no, it's just a piece of jewelry. And I'm like, you can't do that. TJ, you can't you're even... always pushing proposal on this man. No, but no, no. I'm a, I was asking seriously. Like, oh, that's awesome. Because you would assume if you were getting a ring around the this time of year mm-hmm. as a gift, like that's a that's a proposal that's waiting to happen. That's when I got proposed to, Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah. And, 
I, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong about this. You stay a million miles away from a ring as a gift unless it's an actual proposal, right? I mean, I have never proposed to someone. Uh, but my husband, Archie, the only jewelry he's given me as a gift were earrings and bracelets. Yeah. I didn't get a ring until my proposal. Right. Couldn't it be, even if it's a little bit confusing at first, you open that box, your first thought has to be, engage, oh no, it's not. Right, yeah. Right, and that's sad. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's sad, yeah. Okay, so there's one. Because it makes a really <laughs> awkward conversation. You're just like, uh, so... You could have just waited to get me a ring ring. Right. It's a bad move. Now, camera guy Josh is shaking his head yes, and I think your head's about to fall off your neck. What? Please help this man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's like watching a Hallmark movie when the couple's walking down the street and the guy gets down on one knee just to tie his shoe, you know, and the girl just <laughs> completely loses it. No. I've only bought one girl one ring in my entire life. You know, you stay far away, Kenny. Yeah, like this is not even just a this time of year rule. This is you never buy a ring as a gift unless you're ready to go for it, which you're not. <laughs> then how do people get rings? I mean, <laughs> they buy it for themselves, Kenny. If you want or their a ring. mom buys it for them or their yeah, dad. Exactly, Jabo. You buy your own ring. Come on. Why do we have to generalize and and Put ourselves in boxes. I want to buy Allison a clotter ring, which is an Irish ring that does symbolize love, but it doesn't symbolize engagement or marriage. Why bother? Like, what are you doing? Because I'm a proud Irishman, and That's I think fine. that this is a nice gesture that will show my girlfriend that I love her very much. Also, depending on which direction you wear the clotter ring, it shows the world that her heart is taken by me. So no. it's an engagement ring without the engagement. No, it's, it's not an engagement ring. Now, you have mentioned that you do see a long future with your girlfriend, yes, Allison. Great Kenny. hope. So why not just eventually get her the proposal, the ring, right? And then get the other ring that you just mentioned later right. once you're married. That's because, the right order. Because the collada ring becomes obsolete once you get the engagement ring. It would be pointless to wear a collada ring once you have an engagement ring no, or wedding No, it's not. Ring. I think so. Get her a collada necklace. Get a get her a coffee colada. Do anything. <laughs> a coffee colada. That sounds kind of good, though. That's not how you spell it. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just putting this warning out there because I love you, TJ. I know my girlfriend Allison. I don't think that she's going to take this the wrong way. Call her right now if you don't believe me. You want me to call her? Oh, Why not? dial her up. Let's go. <laughs> What's that number? Wait. You think I should be the one to bring this up? You don't believe me. I. You think that this is for certain going to send the wrong message. Give me your phone number. You I'll don't want to bring it up. I'll call her. I'm, I'm call certain her. that it won't. Pass the number over. We'll call Kenny's girlfriend yeah. in a few moments. We're not scared. Right here. Well, I don't, I don't know about you. I'm not scared. Okay. Uh, in a few moments here on the TJ Show. <laughs> this edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. Go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire. You get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TJ. 
I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting-edge science I brought to my readers at The Washington Post and National Geographic, and now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat. You'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. Eat, You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food-mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food-mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the TJ Show. Just a few moments ago, we were talking with our producer, Kenny, and I just love the guy. He's a friend. He's been a friend for a long time. I think the world of him. And I'm happy that he's in a relationship and he's happy. And I really like his girlfriend, Allison. And I just want him to go for the, you know, the full marathon. He was doing some shopping for her and he's like, oh, I'm picking out a ring for Allison. And I was like, whoa, this is big news. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, no, it's not that kind of ring, not an engagement ring, just a, just a ring. I'm like, dude, you can't mix the two. You can't be giving rings as gifts. It's, it's really uh, shaky territory. Ugh. and y- It's misleading. You don't want to open the box and then she like thinks for a second you're proposing and then you're not. It's just everyone agrees. You're playing by these societal rules that I refuse to play by. So you're a rebel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you're so confident that you said, no, call my girlfriend right now that you know her well enough that you know that she'll be fine with all this. Right. She's not going to take it the wrong way. Kenny's girlfriend, Allison, are you there? Hi, TJ. I'm here. Now, have you heard anything <laughs> like uh, on the radio or anything? I might have heard a thing or two. Since it's all out there, and now I guess you're in the loop, mm-hmm. which I, th- I guess is a good thing. I mean, how are you feeling as any, like if it was one of your girlfriends, would you recommend that the boyfriend buys her a ring around this time, year or ever, for that matter? Uh, you know, I think it depends on the relationship. I think in Kenny and my case, it's a very thoughtful gift. I don't think that it's, you know, maybe when you're saying shopping for a ring, I wouldn't use that phrase exactly to, to tell me about it. It's um, a very diplomatic but, answer, you know. Allison. <laughs> very <laughs> but, diplomatic. But I do think Kenny and I are both very Irish. I wear a Celtic knot ring every day, and clatterings are symbols of love and friendship and loyalty. So I think it's a very thoughtful gift for Christmas time. So I'm doing the jig, Allison. No, you can't see me. Let me turn that off. Um, are you doing okay, Allison? Like, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> I'm feeling great. Okay, are are you even just a like what, your disappointment meter? Give me a number from one to ten. <laughs> uh, uh, well, one. One, <laughs> one being like on you're your disappointed. Skin. A little bit. She's a little bit disappointed. Wait, you said one, one to oh, zero. Sorry. One is the lowest you can go. Well, so it, one through ten. You, you could choose you? to not turn the meter on, mm. but she turned the meter on, <laughs> so it took a reading, and now it's too late. Um, so, Allison, you know, I'm rooting for you both. 
And it was a reason why. I mean, you weren't even supposed to hear about this, but we probably shouldn't have brought it up on the radio. I mean, spoiler alert: you're getting a ring <laughs> for Christmas. Well, yeah. Now, now we ruined a gift. But not a proposal ring, by the way. Just a friendship ring that means loyalty. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to hold your breath or anything. Like now, you know what it is, right? Everything's safe. <laughs> I mean, I do appreciate the heads up. Right. So there, there's a thing here. I'm not like totally right. pulling this out of the sky. I just hope that, you know, like, Kenny doesn't accidentally, like, bend over accidentally, See? you know, <laughs> when I'm opening the Allison, gift. you are thinking about the fact that it is kind of weird to get a ring instead of a proposal ring. That's not all she's getting. Well, we're not focusing on that, though. We're focusing on the fact that you're giving her a ring for Christmas. All right. Well, happy holidays. <laughs> uh, we, you have a nice time by the tree. And, and look, now you're prepared. And, and you know what? Who knows what's going to come in the future? You just, we, none of us know. Very true. All right, Allison, have a, have a great one. We'll talk soon. All right, thank you. Have a great day, guys. Bye, All right, Allison. Bye. 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 There you go. I do appreciate this opportunity, but I plan to give her the ring in a way that would be yeah. as not misleading as possible. Listen, you're welcome. I'm here for you. <laughs> Thanks, TJ. I'm your pal. My I'm, best buddy, TJ. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking out for you guys. This is the TJ Show. And yes, we do a show for people, but we know there are a lot of animals listening to the broadcast, including my dog, Luna. She's got the radio next to her, and we almost never do a show for Luna. I present to you today, Luna News. This is a segment that your animal may enjoy, too, if you've got a cat near the radio, a dog. These are all animal stories that are making headlines around the world. We'll start with a deer in California. A California cabin owner arrived at their property to find her deer statue was damaged. And so she checked her security camera footage to reveal the culprit was a buck who was trying to mate with the statue. Now, this is an interesting chain of events here. Uh, In the past, there'd be some mystery, but because of the ring camera, she knows exactly what happened. (laughs) The male deer approached the statue and attempted to hop on top of it, if you know what I'm saying. He's got to feel like a total idiot right now. He doesn't care. To say the least. I'm sure he walked away satisfied. What's wild about this is that another deer returned two weeks later and also tried to mate with the statue. It must be a hot statue. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they both tumbled to the ground in a heat of passion. Now, this reminds me of something, and this is not a finer moment of mine, but when I was in high school... Uh, (laughs) Where are we going here? No, my my friends and I would drive around town, and when we saw that there were two deer, like sometimes people would have the Santa set up with the reindeer, we would take one and put it on top of the other and then just leave, and then the people would wake up in the morning and they would see that. I'm sure others have done that too, TJ. Well, I I regret it, but at the time it was very funny. It's funny now. There's a Texas woman who finds something looking at her uh, from inside of her Christmas tree. There's a video posted on TikTok, shows an opossum hiding inside of an already decorated tree inside the woman's home. I don't know how you decorate a full tree and not realize there's an animal in there. There's some mystery as to how it wound up in the tree. She said she heard noises after arriving home from work and just assumed it was from one of her three dogs or her cat. She eventually investigated and saw a long rat tail sticking out from her tree. I can tell you how that won't happen. Get a fake tree. Stop <laughs> right. playing games with these real trees. I know, Jabo. She eventually put on some gloves, attempted to pull the animal out of the tree, Mm-mm. but it was clinging tightly to a branch. She's a real animal lover. Animals chill it, yeah. She was finally able to pull the opossum free, but it breaks from her grasp, then fled under her couch. 
The animal ran from furniture item to furniture item until the woman was able to tackle the opossum like an NFL football player. The wo- this is a very brave move. The woman said the opossum, which she was able to carry outside, was not mean or aggressive during the encounter. But she said it's uh, back in the wild. Well, so. thankfully her dogs didn't get to it because that could have been a really bad scene to come home to. Yeah, I- I've seen dogs. They're, they act so brave, but when you've got a dog in your house, generally they're afraid, right, of these mystery animals. Remember when I told you my dog Luna, who, by the way, this is for Luna News, she found a bird the other day and was freaked out. Mm-hmm. Little tiny bird. Yeah. Finally, in Luna News, another deer story. A deer breaks into elementary school, led police on a chase. This is now on Instagram. We're seeing officers running around trying to catch the deer. And hilariously, the deer is frantically entering the classroom, navigating its way around as it's knocking over desks. Can't get much more entertaining than that, right? An animal (laughs) in a place that it shouldn't be. Officers eventually opened the rear door and guided their new furry friend to the exit. And it all ends well. This has been Luna News. News for our animals who matter too. That's right. It's that time of year. Lots of office parties. Lots of these games that I think often you get forced into playing. Like there's a group, either a friend group or uh, an office group. And they go, hey, we're going to do the white elephant swap. And there's like a million different names for all these different games. Right. And, And we're doing that here in our office this year. And so we all have to buy gifts for one another. And my usual play for this is I buy something that I want, and then if I get the opportunity to pick the gift, I'll just pick my own gift. Don't do that. (laughs) No, I think that's what I'm going to do. I've done that before. No, don't do that. That's a party pooper move, bro. It's just these tend to wind up creating a lot of junk grabs, right? People get junky gifts. Are you guys getting We're good? We're not getting junky gifts. Like, our limit is like what? We, we agreed on 50, right? $50 Which, is a pretty high limit. You can get a limit. pretty good gift for 50. That's higher than average. Right. So uh, don't grab your own gift like when we have our celebration tomorrow. I know, but with Kenny involved, like he's always going for the joke and... Well, how about you just look out for who's wrapping what, who has like, whose gift has a certain wrapping paper on it. And if it's Kenny's... Don't pick it. Don't pick it. Just pick something else. <laughs> I also know it's a huge disadvantage if you're the first one to pick. Yeah. And, you know, this is, uh, stakes are getting high. We're pulling our names out of a hat tomorrow and um, I'm getting nervous for this thing now. First of all, I mean... <laughs> I'm offended. I, 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 got, <laughs> I got a great gift, and I think any one of you guys would really enjoy it. Also, it's a gift that I got as a deal. It usually runs $70, $80, and I got it under the $50 limit. So you're getting some serious mm. value from your buddy Kenny mm. this year for Christmas. Does it have your face on it? I will confirm nor deny oh. that my face has anything to do with it. I'm not it. picking that one. It my is. gift is going to be awesome. I'm telling you right now. You think I would like it? Oh, you will love it. Okay, so I think the key is, if we're going to do this right, each one of us has to agree to get something that everyone would enjoy. And I, I know what that's going to be for me this year. And that can be challenging because you're not buying just for one specific person, but I think it's possible. Can I say what I'm getting? No. Oh, come That's on. the whole excitement of tomorrow's party. Are you no, kidding but I, me? I want you to know that if you pick my gift, it's going to be worth it. Come on. Now, it might not be as exciting as everyone else's, but Is it's going it to be book? worth it. Is it a book? Well, we no. all know it's a book, TJ. TJ gives out books all the time. No, what I was thinking about doing, should I say? Cause no. I'm, you really shouldn't. I want to give these. <laughs> no, don't do it. I want to give this idea to other people. So one of the no. other techniques I like to use, and maybe I'll use it, maybe I won't this time. I like to get a box of food and then put that out there. Because there's a couple things. 
when people open it, they, they are immediately disappointed that it's food. But you go, what's the matter? You don't eat? It's like a, they set you up for that line. I'm not picking that uh, gift. Then, I'm not picking TJ's gift either. And then also, like, who doesn't need more food? People, I, I remember I was in an office one time, and the person who ran the office gave really beautiful fruit baskets. And I heard my coworkers complaining, like, well, I can't believe they would give fruit. Whatever. I'm like, guys... Don't you want to stay alive? Like, we all need this food. It's a great gift. And so these gifts become controversial. No, it's like getting bad socks. idea. Change your mind. Yeah, I don't love do socks. that. Don't, socks. Don't, don't wrap food, please. Yes, producer Heather. If I pick a gift and it's fruit, I quit. Wow. <laughs> fruit is one of the greatest things. Heather, that you walk a, out, I walk out too. No, this is, you, you can't threaten me over the white elephant. Oh no, we are. You guys are poaching me. I no. want to be the white elephant. No. Okay, I don't know how the game works. We're going to learn that. Anyway, uh, see, added stress, and I guess it could be fun if we choose to have fun with it, right? It is fun. You're just being a party pooper. Producer Kenny has quite a history with his barber. You found him because of an emergency. Right. We asked him if he'd be willing to get his hair cut off by a sheep shearer. <laughs> so we went to the farm, and that happened. And actually, there's a video of it if you want to see it for yourself at TJ Podcast on Instagram or on our YouTube channel. And so you called for an emergency appointment. And Mr. Chris. Yes. He, he took care of you at the local barber shop. And then the second time you saw him, there was another emergency. Yeah, I guess we wanted to demonstrate how easy or hard it would be to cut your own hair in the midst of back-to-school haircut season. Right, and so we gave Kenny a buzzer and some scissors, and Mm -hmm. he tried to do it himself in a mirror, and it was a disaster. It was. And so he looked too weird for society, right? Yeah, there's video of that as well. Please go check it out. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Chris had to fix that too. Yes, and so now you're going back to him for the third time. Obviously, you liked what he did, right? Yeah, he's performed some great work uh, with some difficult circumstances, so he is my guy. And you did a little interview with him. Mr. Chris, you did it again. I did. Hard as it is, I was able to successfully get you through another haircut, making you look like a human being. (laughs) Now, this was a milestone haircut for me. This is the first time you've cut my hair that wasn't a repair job. Uh, Relatively speaking, this was just an extended repair of the last haircut, which was so fantastic. Wait, so when I cut my own hair and you fix it, it was so bad that it actually took you until this time to truly fix it? Pretty much. I mean, I, I will say that you, you outdid yourself on the last one. It was, it, it was a good one. And I, I think now we're okay. That we should be moving forward, we should be okay, provided okay. you don't you know, do it again. When you tried to cut your own hair, it was so bad, it took two haircuts to fix it. <laughs> could you believe that a sheep shearer could do a better job on my head than I could myself? It took his hair growing back for Mr. Chris to be able to fix your hair. Uh, yeah, well, thank goodness for him. Serious question. What's the difference between... Uh, Barbershop and a hair salon in layman's terms. Oh, I'm so glad you asked this question because, and I feel pretty dumb for saying this, but for a long time, I only knew about salons. And when I saw a barbershop, I just assumed it was a different kind of salon. But it, they're two different things. Yeah, and well, you refer to Mr. Chris as a barber, and that's part of what he does, but he's not a barber. I, I, this is a hair salon. He's, oh, it is a hair he, salon. He studied cosmetology. Uh, barbershops strictly adhere to, you know, men's services, uh, shaving and men's cuts, in particular fades and, and crew cuts and such, where salon is catered to, you know, the, the, the full contingent of people, men, women, children, you name it, we do it. So what's better? depends on any given day, right? Some days I prefer my barbering, and other days, you know, it all depends on what's happening in, in, in the moment, right? You've never been to a barbershop, Jabo? 
No, I haven't. I've been to salons, but Mr. Chris doesn't discriminate. He'll take anybody's money. Woman, man, children. Yeah. <laughs> he don't care. <laughs> Sounds like a better business right, model. Right, I agree. Well, as a matter of fact, the person getting their hair cut after me was a woman. TJ told me he went to a barber shop and the barber had a Sweeney Todd poster on the wall. Is that a good move? Oh, absolutely, because what we do is a secondary market is bloodletting. Whenever you find Sweeney Todd on the wall, you're in the right place. Yeah, <laughs> good. Thanks, Mr. Chris. So this is interesting. Kenny handed me some research, because I did, I felt very uncomfortable. Like, I know it's a joke. and it Yeah. Was, what he was referring to there, he says the red and white stripes of the barber pole originated from a practice known as bloodletting. Uh, this practice involved drawing blood from the patient in an attempt to cure them of a disease or infection, which thinking about it now, like I, I definitely wouldn't want my barber Ooh. working on me, almost I like a doctor. doctor to do right. that, yeah. And, and that's something that you looked up. This yeah. seems to be part of the history of the barbershop. When he made that joke, I wanted to see if there was any truth to it. And indeed, I was always curious, what is that barber pole, the spinning stripes every in front of every barbershop? Barbershop, hair salon. I think I'm going to go back to the salon. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes, every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well... It's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it if you've ever even considered it. Go to BetterHelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire. You get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash TJ. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do, kids to take care of. Got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute. That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed and entertained in under 25 minutes. We kick off every show with the core four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get the Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes, every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. 
Go to BetterHelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire. You get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash TJ. I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting-edge science I brought to my readers at The Washington Post and National Geographic, and now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat. You'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. Eat, You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? Yesterday, we reported that Time Magazine named Taylor Swift their Person of the Year for 2023. The article was quite extensive, and after having some time to digest it, we found some interesting things. For instance, Taylor was asked how she feels about football fans who are complaining that she's shown too much during the broadcasts of the games that she attends. I'm going to guess she doesn't care. She can't control it, right? Like, come on. She probably doesn't care. Pretty much. She says, I don't know how they know what suite I'm in. There's a camera like half a mile away, and you don't know where it is, and you have no idea when the camera is putting you in the broadcast. So I don't know if I'm being shown 17 times or once. She continued to say that she is strictly there to support Travis and Mm. said, I have no awareness if I'm being shown too much and ticking off a few dads, brads, and chads. Oh. <laughs> in other words, take it up with them. That sounds like a song in the making right there. <laughs> dads, brads, and chads. <laughs> it's on her next album. I just want to watch a game. <laughs> she also said that she's truly become a fan of the game. Football is awesome, it turns out. I've been missing out my whole life. That's cool. Yeah. Good answer. Kenny, what else do you have? The New York Times did a feature story about the grades being given out at Ivy League Yale University. Apparently, almost everyone gets A's. In fact, 80% of all grades given out to undergrads last year were A's or A-minuses. Hmm. Is there speculation that there's something not above board there, or are they really working that hard to get those grades? No, I'm not sure about above board Like, if there's anything nefarious going on, TJ, during the pandemic shutdowns, a lot of students were learning remotely and a lot of colleges and universities, you know, were being lenient with their grading Mm. and understandably so. But when it comes to Yale, this trend goes back to 2011. And one professor who's known for being a tough grader says, when we act as though virtually everything that gets turned in is some kind of A where A is supposedly meaning excellent work, we are simply being dishonest to our students. Mm. He said that students no longer think B means good. A is the new normal. And he went on to describe something known as grade inflation. 
he compared grades to currency, saying that they inflate over time. Well, it becomes more and more worthless when you walk out the door with these pieces of paper that say you're a graduate or you've got your master's degree. It is exactly that. It's inflation. If you want to dig deep into this subject, there's a guy who wrote a book and it's called The Death of Expertise. His name is Tom Nichols. And he was a college professor and he started seeing some of the horrific things that are happening in some of these once prestigious institutions. And it's a problem. I mean, you've got a bunch of people now walking around with this piece of paper and it's worth less and less and it's actually costing more and more. Yeah. Some people are getting riddled with debt. It's destroying their lives. It's a, it's a complete disaster. It's at least worth reading and hearing this viewpoint. Not that I agree with everything he's saying, but it's really fascinating. He's been in the system. I liked it a lot. Well, you bring up an interesting point. I have a quote from one of the students who said, if Yale and other Ivy League institutions start getting these reputations for great inflation... Students who were already feeling pressured to get these high GPAs will then feel that their work is sort of devalued. Well, it is. I would recommend to anyone thinking about going to a fancy school to read everything you can on this subject because it's gotten worse and worse. And who needs that? Kenny, what else do you have? I want to tell you about residents in this small town of Texas who want to know who is responsible for this giant inflatable Santa Claus decoration that mysteriously appeared in a vacant lot in town. Now, nobody is complaining. In fact, everyone seems to love the Christmas spirit that this blow-up St. Nick is bringing to the community. People have been coming by to take pictures or driving by to see it at night ever since it magically appeared last week. Hmm. Yeah, you hope it's for a good reason. Because you'd hate to see everyone in a community have their attention drawn to something. And then when they find out, like, the big reveal, here's here's what it is. It's a big Santa Claus. Of course it's for a good reason. Well, you'd hope. You just wouldn't want to, like— I need you to be a little bit positive today. Like, it's now time to smash every candy cane in town. Everybody starts crying. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it'll be a good thing. Yeah. One resident said, nobody lives on this lot, so we don't know who installed this Santa, but isn't that fun? And one youngster said, I was shocked when I first saw it, and I thought it was so big. My family and I like to drive by it at night. I guess we'll chalk this up to a Christmas miracle. Very important question when we're talking about inflatables. Do they keep it inflated the whole day? Or do they turn it off when it's light out? That's a really good point, because I'm not even sure how they're getting power to this mm. thing. It almost looked like it was running off of a generator. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. you got to give whoever <laughs> set it up. That's... Somebody just wants to spread joy. Remember uh, during the summertime that there's these big inflatable rubber duckies in the harbor in Maine? Yeah. They yeah. Figure well, out what that was? To, nobody figured out what that was. Mm. Somebody's spreading joy in Texas with a Santa okay, Claus. Okay, fine. If you've got inflatables on your yard, keep them going the whole day, will you? I don't like looking at you, deflated, inflatables. At the end of the day, you pay your electricity bill, so you do what you want. (laughs) I just wanted to sound grumpy for a second. I'm just practicing for one day. Kenny, what else do you have? It's been about a year since OpenAI launched ChatGPT, and now it's time for Google to join the party. Yesterday, the company released Gemini, which they say will revolutionize generative technology for business and daily life. Guys, robot personalities are being bred and made. Now we've got two of them? You see what's happening here? Yeah. What happens if they start mating? They make a family! <laughs> All these digital numbers. Not good for us. It's nerve-wracking to see this. Why? We got ChatGPT. Doesn't that one work? It works, but this is supposed to work better, at least according to Google. They're releasing oh. this in three different models. 
uh, that they'll be slowly introducing to their existing services. Gemini Nano is mainly for mobile devices. As of yesterday, if you have a Google Pixel 8 Pro, you could use it to summarize audio recordings or draft automatic message replies. Hmm. Gemini Pro is designed for more complex tasks. It powers Google's current chatbot Bard, and the AI tech will not be available for Google Cloud customers until December 13th. And then there's Gemini Ultra, which is geared towards data centers and large companies. Hmm. It'll launch next year and support Bard Advanced, a new chatbot that will be able to simultaneously process text, images, audio, and video. How is Bard doing? He's a he's a chatbot, right? Yeah. Has he he seems with that name, is he grumpy? Yeah, he seems hoity toity to me. A bard, I'm yeah. Bard. <laughs> oh bard. See, I thought it was more like Bard, like the giant in Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> I can yeah. see that. It's bard, weird. bard. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always gravitate towards Chat GPT. I've never tried okay. Bard, but they're both available. So, hey. Kenny, thanks for keeping us up to date on the robots. What else is happening? In other technology news, the battle of the green bubbles versus the blue bubbles has been going on for years. Can you tell me what this is? So, when an Android user texts someone with an iPhone, the text will appear as a green bubble. Oh, yeah. So, as an iPhone user, and I don't want this to happen, but because I'm such an Apple fan, my body just gets a little judgmental of the Mm. green bubble. Well, right. Same. Think about also, I know I have a couple of group chats with friends, and there's that one guy that has no. the Android phone. It completely screws up everything. You can't do the tap back replies. <laughs> you can't do a number of things. So right. this has led to bullying. People with green bubbles are often bullied because no they don't have blue bubbles. Think about what it's like to be married to somebody who has an Android. Oh, yeah. My well, husband, Archie, has an Android. I have an iPhone. And for years, I'm like, please. Get an iPhone so our calendars could sync up. No, babe, download the Google Calendar. I don't want to download anymore. You Apps. just just get the iPhone. You just want it to work easy. That's Come the on. thing. Apple, you turn the on button on, and all of a sudden everything's there. It's great. You don't have to think too much about it. It reads your face. You get access to everything. Yeah, that's fine. So there's long been demand for iMessage to come to Androids, but that's not going to happen. And there are apps like iPhone Eyes that can turn your green bubbles blue. But Beeper Mini is a new app that's doing it differently. The new app, Beeper Mini, has figured out a way to safely and securely change the text bubbles from green to blue. Yesterday, I got a text message from my husband, Archie, and it came in in gray, and it said, what color is my bubble now? So he's using this app so that his text messages to me can come in as like gray the way you would if you were texting an iPhone. So now it's affecting your phone. Can you imagine with all the problems we have on the planet, this is one of them? This shouldn't even be on the list. It shouldn't. More peaceful world now, I guess we can say, right? This is the TJ Show. Thanks for keeping us somewhat informed, Kenny. That's what's happening. 